0: Hello and welcome to Red Rose Reporting. Um, this is the second uh, part in our series on the Young Labour internal elections. Joining me today is Robson Augusta, who is hoping to run for the National Under-19s Officer. Robson, hello. Hello there, George. Just before we get into the questions, would you like to just tell the listeners uh, where you're from? Yeah, um, I'm from Redwall, a um, seat
1: we lost in 2019. I'm from Great Groomsby and I'm proud to be from here.
0: Marvellous. So let's get started. How exactly did you become involved in the Labour Party? Oh God. Um, so I became involved in the party.
1: I've always been. My, my family's always been. My granddad especially has always been a Labour man throughout his time. Just been, he's always raised Labour until 2019. So I've always had that. But also I'm from a town that's always been Labour. So I joined when I was 14. And I joined under the sort of Corbyn message going into this election after Theresa May called the election. I was very infused to join. So I joined April like just before she called the it. And I was like, I believe in the man saying it. I don't believe in Theresa May. She's been a bit of a farcical prime minister. Brexit didn't go very well. What really got me interested in politics was watching Corbyn win his 2016 leadership challenge. So I then joined. And from there, I helped a little bit. I was only 14, so it was always very limited. In 2017, with uh, my local MP campaign to be re-elected. It was successful this time, that time, sorry. Got a larger margin than she did in 2015. And I can remember, at had Sports Day the next day. This is why I remember it. And sat, I was probably the only ones, sat in, that, in the stadium we do Sports Day at, um, just sat there, waiting to figure out who's going to be in power me hoping being a very young Labour member. I wasn't optimistic going into that election. I was sat in that stadium and saw Theresa Melbourne Power of the DUP. It was like, well, this might get her because she suddenly brought in hard, right, socially right people from Northern Ireland in, and this could cause chaos, which it did and waned a bit in the end of 2018 beginning of 2019. About my political affiliations, anti-Semitism, right at the beginning of that, Corbyn just sort of slowly drifting away. His um, leadership drifting away. Constant attack by the media, looking at we're a bit hopeless. I was ready for Corbyn to step down before that 2019 election, but then in the summer I did my GCSE 2019, and I had a long summer. I was reading. I was reading everything. Got really involved in party. Watched conference. And persuade me to run for chair of my youth party. We, we founded it, and that was the point, it was a bit dead, and we had some issues previously with the whole youth party.
0: So, in September 2019, you became uh, chair of the youth party in uh, Grimsby, if I'm correct. So, this brings us then to your current desire to run for the National Under-19s officer. What, what do you think this position should do? Like, what, what does the role entail, in your opinion?
1: This role needs to speak for the youngest in the party and it is people and the local people and the members who have been in the party a long time can be a bit not very open to new people and it's very much out of you, you will get 10 new members and only one of them will end up being not like liked but have the perseverance to carry on going to meetings, going to local groups, helping the campaigns and that's not acceptable. They might be accepting to all. And I'm not saying they're not accepting. It's just these young members are very timid. And I was very timid. I think all of them are a bit timid about going places and being accepted. And the, the youth, the under 19s officer, with the help of the young um, Youth Council or NEC or whatever you want to call it, need to be um, very open to setting up CLP level systems, capture these young members, bring them in. Into their youth, local youth party, get them really active because if we got all these bordering left uh, Labour members, we would have a massive force. Because I've seen, I know in Grimsby, we have 50 youth members, so the range is the medium is normally around 50. It fluctuates. Some of them are at uni, but even if half of them are here, we've got 25. I've never seen 25 youth members out at once. 25 in a constituent like mine with very low numbers, very key. And the youth, the under 19, officer nationally should be coming up with schemes to not just not just get them out but get them very involved in the party i'm also there to represent them so if they want if they feel like a certain area is not really representative of them anymore they are the future they need to be listened to because we want them to be in the party from 14 all the way through their life and that mm-hmm. that's going to be a long time there in the party if they feel like they're listened to at the beginning hopefully as they progress we can carry on that representation throughout and I'm the welcoming officer. I am their first officer that speaks directly for their little faction of the party. And they will move on from me. And members will move on from being in that range like I will eventually. It's about representation. And if they feel represented at the beginning, they will stay and they will be realising maybe I want to do that job. Or maybe I want to go and represent a different group of the party, if I'm a woman or if I'm in the BAME community. It's about representing, representing them at the beginning and getting their voices and systems in place to keep them in the party, really.
0: Would it be fair to describe part of what you want to do with this uh, role as safeguarding uh, younger members?
1: Definitely, because we've, I'm, I've, I, I've never seen it in my local group, but there's always going to be an issue. Safeguarding going to be an issue. As an older member and soon turning into an adult, I've got to be ready. To make sure that and as chair of the youth party i need to be i'm responsible for the safeguarding not directly but i'm responsible if any issues arise to report it as chair or it'll be basically my, my shoulders and the adult in the room if i see anything wrong i need to go report it and being this friendly face and being out there with the youth members and trying to build trust with them feeling like if any issues do arise not just on safeguarding through, but any issues in the party of bullying or safeguarding but not being listened to, being shouted down, stuff like that can be brought to me and I can pass it on to the right people, local rep, regional rep, so even after go and put something through youth NEC to get the attention of the national executive committee. So it is about being that person there who is protecting but also representing youth people, youth people under nineteen
0: to borrow one of your phrases just used there, where you mentioned um, you know, being shouted down and uh, potentially ignored. Do you feel that, in terms of regions with, and their representation within Young Labour, do you feel the North is sometimes like you know, just ignored or pushed aside within Young Labour politics?
1: Due to geography and population and how people move around in education levels, you see London take up a very key role in youth politics. A lot of their youth any uh, EC members from their massive pool of young members go on to national youth office office then go and disperse and even come and be. same sort of Manchester but to the lesser of a sense, it's normally London and I feel like the North East have this northern voice the, my voice I've lived in Grizzly all my life the voice might say differently but I definitely I've lived in this town all my life and I think this corner's always forgotten and I think Yorkshire and Humber is always forgotten. Um, the North East and northwest can also be forgotten and we need to make sure we concentrate on getting power, especially at youth level, because that's where we're losing people.
0: In your uh, answer there, you remarked on basically how Yorkshire and Humber is, uh, you know, agreed with me, you think it's pushed shot aside. What exactly would you do to change that? Uh, what kind of like things should you try and push from Labour to adopt to help perhaps more rural seats that we um, are witnessing a um, political movement in as the uh, red wall which everyone talks about is uh, being lost?
1: I think one of the first things is make, especially in large rural seats, like I go school in the East Midlands, it has got basically made up of two towns and loads of tiny villages. If you're a youth member in one of them tiny villages and your parents work on days you have youth meetings, how are you meant to attend? That's why I think virtual meetings could be... I understand that the need for face-to-face ones, like an AGM should be face-to-face, but like virtual like meetings or events, to build these connections and get people involved who live in the sticks or, live, or can't just can't get to meetings due to being young, not being able to drive, not being able to commute and living in a large, large, or even like Grimsby—it's very geographically small, but will still take me maybe an hour to get to mine where we have the youth meetings. So it's still like we need to make sure virtual meetings become the norm in the youth party. I'm not going to say get rid of all of them, all of the um, in-person meetings, but actually just make a hybrid system and I think these labour's been good, good on a national level bring that to the local level bring that to the regional level let's make sure we can get people in the sticks connected to their urban sort of hubs in their constituencies.
0: So with the idea of making meetings virtual part of what some people have uh, criticized the idea of is that uh, management is a lot more difficult because um, let, let's say you have you know we, we've both attended uh, Labour Party functions. Let's say that a row breaks out, as often is the case, over some disagreement. Do you feel that hosting these meetings online would make it more difficult to control these arguments and perhaps deepen the divide? Or do you think there's a way forward?
1: The question was about online, um, how if online stuff will increase bullying. And I don't all oh, bullying or rows or whatever you call it. I don't think it will, because one, we've got, to, as an admin chair, as much as I would like to say I could forcibly remove someone from a meeting, I definitely can't. If a row breaks out in a meeting, in person, it's more difficult to control and before it gets personal. And if it's online, I've got a mute body. I can remove people from a call if I need to, at a very extreme. So I think these virtual meetings will be more apparent and easier to control because before it gets personal, you've got the, you've got the ability to stop it even if you have to take them aside in a different breakout room, have, have you want to do it, and say, we need to stop this. We have one party. We have one youth party on a local level. We can't risk fracturing, causing huge divides, and basically going, you can't talk, you can't talk, you can't talk, because I'm here. That's not how we should run things. It should be done as one unified body, and you just need to be able to stop it before it gets personal. I think on a virtual meeting, it's easier than in person.
0: We've talked about a lot, a lot about kind of your own personal background and what you'd actually like to get done with the role. But to get these aims achieved and to perhaps test these policies out, you first of all need to be elected. And as we are currently waiting, Young Labour has announced they have changed the rules and as well, we are expecting another series of elections where being on a slate is all that matters and the most best-intentioned people in the world are forced to uh, alienate about 30% of the electorate because of the fact they're running on a slate, which they've been told they can't vote for. How do you feel about the culture of young Labour elections?
1: I think, to, to be personally honest, it's like we election real life. I don't think we should have parties or slates, but they're going to happen no matter what. So being, I, I worked with some members of the. Um, I worked on the Ford Momentum campaign, and I, I know that now I've probably lost voters. But um, I've worked on the Ford Momentum campaign, and I know the NEC. I know members of the NEC worked with them. My local one, Gaia, who is our local, our local but regional representation our care, and I, now co-chair. I know her, and I probably want the backing momentum because this little boy from Grimsby won't be able to get the network out. Again, with a small political party, you don't have the mass movement to get elected. But I will run as a unity candidate. I'm not going to run as let's get let's elect, let's only elect Momentum or Labour to win or Open Labour slate. We should have a hybrid, a very unified. I'm running as a unity candidate. As much as I want to say, oh, all Labour is Momentum, all Young Labour is Momentum, or all all Young Labour is Labour, Labour to win, or not true, blatantly not true. Not all of the young Labour voted for Lisa and uh, not Lisa, uh, Rebecca Longbayne, but some voted for Lisa Nandi, some voted for Keir Starmer. We may have had a majority, doesn't mean we have plurality of voters voting for Rebecca Longbayne. Not all of them. We need to have a very united youth NEC. And there was apparently an upset when the current chair was elected, beating the favourite back one. I don't care. But I don't care what your political beliefs factions are. Okay, you'll be picked by a slate. You may run in an open prime move for that slate. But at the end of the day, you're a Labour member. When you're elected, you need to work as a representative. I, most, If I get the back of the momentum, I will take the back of the momentum. But I also say, if you support open Labour, Labour to win, or anyone, come and speak to me. My DMs are open on my Twitter. If you doubt that, I'll have my email out. Speak to me. I'll hold Huskins, I'll do whatever you want me to do to try and win your vote because I'm about unity. I don't just want momentum supporters to vote for me. I want every political faction in our party to vote for me. Because I don't believe I'm Robson Augusta, member of Momentum. Robson Augusta, member of the Labour Party. And I want to get this factional factionalism out of the party I'm completely gone.
0: And with that, we have run out of time. I want to thank uh, Robson Augusta for joining me today for this interview. Uh, You will find uh, this posted on many social media links as the podcast is currently experiencing a bit of growth. If you have any questions whatsoever, please do visit the website and use the contact email address to send in your questions, queries, or, dare I say it, complaints. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye.